0: Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. Hi, I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And uh, today we're going to be talking about the spinal cord. So, um... In our previous talk, we talked about the autonomic nervous system, and I think now it's a bit of a transition into more of the neuroanatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're going to give you a brief intro into um, a little bit more detail about the spinal cord, some of the nerves inside, um, mm-hmm. some of the key structural features of the um, spinal cord, yep. and we'll just do a quick summary at the end. So, it's, I think it's going to be a pretty short talk, um, mm-hmm. but this is going to sort of whetting your appetite for what's to come in the future. Yes. So, do you want to kick us off, Andy? Um, maybe we'll talk about, we've sort of alluded to it already, but let's mm. talk about some of the different types of neurons that you can see within the spinal
1: So different neurons they have um they have different types of appearances so you've got unipolar bipolar and multipolar uh, neurons if you can pull up a picture on on the internet that would be also really helpful to for you to understand and see what they mean but i think like it basically depends on how many outflows it seems it comes off the actual cell body that um that seems to determine um what they're called usually you've got Uh, The unipolar neurons, they're primary sensory neurons, whereas bipolar neurons, they tend to be interneurons, and the motor neurons tend to have a multipolar sort of morphology or look to it. Exactly. That's right. Mm. Um, So, there's
0: some of the key cell types that you'll see. Um, Mm. So, obviously, interneurons play a link between um, Mm. information going between two different types of neurons, and motor neurons takes information from the central nervous system back into the muscles, whereas the sensory neurons take information back from the body Mm. into
1: the CNS. Yes. Um, so, in terms of the spinal
0: cord, what is it, Andy?
1: Well, I guess it's it's a um a collection of cells and uh, tracts that come down from the brain yep. and um, go down the spine, and then from that point on, it's also where uh, peripheral nerves outflow into That's the right. body. Yeah, mm. exactly,
0: and uh, from. A protective sense of view it's um it has two major coverings one is the the vertebral bo- bones okay so if you have a look at the vertebra they've got these little holes in which mm-hmm. the spinal cord travels down into mm-hmm. the um uh, d- down the body mm-hmm. it's also covered by uh, an important layer
1: called the meninges which is comprised
0: right. of three different three sub layers so, yes. yeah yeah
1: what are those sub layers uh from the the outermost layer is called the dura mater the middle layer is called the arachnoid mater and the innermost layer is called the pia mater that's right so pia mater is really covering the actual
0: nerves in the spinal cord yes um now there's also uh dentate ligament if you have a look which um, is a sort of a thickening of the pia mater that anchors the spinal cord to the dural sheet so it doesn't wobble around too much yep and a further layer of protection and support comes from the um, cerebral spinal fluid which i'm sure we'll talk about a lot more detail mm-hmm. in the future Yep. But the whole point of the cerebral spinal fluid is it baths the mm. spinal cord mm. to prevent um, firstly
1: uh, the spinal cord moving around excessively, yep. but also to support the structure as well. I believe the uh, that that's also contained within the subarachnoid space yes. between the pier and the arachnoid. That's space. right. Yep. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Mm.
0: So um, now that we've sort of covered a, a bit of the structure, mm-hmm. what would happen if we let's take, take, take a cross section across the spinal cord? What mm-hmm. are some of the things that we'll see? So it, okay. I know it, it's got some interesting arrangements with the white and the grey matter. How does yeah, it look
1: like. When you cut a cross section of the spinal cord you'll see a butterfly shape yeah. kind of look. Yeah. And so the outer layer or the outer covering of it or you could say the outer part of it would be the white matter whereas yeah. the middle butterfly shape would be the gray matter. Exactly. The gray matter contains cell bodies, the white matter contains the tracts. Yeah. And the gray matter itself can be arranged into different areas. I think um Rex they they call it the Rexed laminae, Yep. Yeah. And um each seemingly region of it it goes from 1 to 9 has seems to have a different function to it
0: exactly and you might you might find different layers or, mm-hmm. or different um le, uh, rex laminates within different levels of the spinal cord okay so they have slight variations in um in some of the gray matter that you see mm-hmm. and that makes sense because different parts of the body carry different information and they need to sign onto a Uh, onto these cells at Mm. different levels for Mm -hmm. example we'll talk more about the tracts in the future Mm -hmm. so just keep that in the back of your mind Mm -hmm. there are some other important structures that are worth mentioning is it true that the
1: spinal cord doesn't go all the way down to the sacrum it kind of stops at a particular level that was a very interesting thing to learn about so you when you're first born usually the your spinal cord is the same length Mm -hmm. as your your um uh, it goes down from the neck to the sacrum, but then as you grow, your body elongates, but the spinal cord doesn't. That's right. So eventually, once you become an adult, I think it stops around the L. Uh, actually, L- L- I think L1? L.
0: One, L. Two is where where you tend yeah. to see it. Um, maybe as low as L. Three, but it's normally around the L. Two point. And what's the structure called? It's got a it, the, the English like translation of that word is called a tail, a horse's tail, mm-hmm. um, because you know you still need to supply the lower region of the the limbs. Mm. So what's the the yeah. nerves called that are coming out from that
1: point. Yeah. So, p- or past the ending point of the, the spine, uh, you've got like this collection of nerves that continue past it, and that's called the corda equina. Yep. Yep. Horse's tail. And also you've got this, um, anchoring, I think, uh, I'm not too so sure what, I don't remember what exactly it was, but the film terminale connects yeah. the bottom of the uh, spinal cord to the, I think, around the sacrum area to that's anchor right. it in place so that yeah. it, it also doesn't wobble around. Exactly. I think that's mm. an extension of the PM
0: matter that holds it in place. Oh, so, yeah. that's a further level of sort of stability that's um, put into the, uh, into the spine. Yeah. Um, so... Now that we've sort of covered the structure of it, mm-hmm. we've already alluded to that um, the grey matter is composed of different type of regions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also different amounts of neurons, for example, or nerve cells that go out at different regions. So, for example, mm-hmm. when you have a look at the cervi- uh, the cervical region of the spine, mm-hmm. it has a much larger regions, And we'll talk about what those regions are. And also when you look at the lumbar part of the spine, mm-hmm. it also has larger regions as well. Do you know, do you, can you think of why that could mm-hmm. be the case?
1: I think that... I think that was because that in the cervical region, that's the, where the motor, uh, motor neurons come out for the, for the arms. And in the lumbar, uh, region, that would be where the, um, the lower limb Mm -hmm. motor neurons come out. Exactly. So you need a lot more cell bodies and a lot more nerves going into them. Not just the motor neurons. I think the sensory information needs to come back in. So that would be why they also enlarge as well. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's right. Now, What's unique
0: is that... So, they might have slight different regions uh, in terms of the Rex laminate, but they have some key fundamental features that is very unique to all of them. Okay, yeah. And they're broadly divided into the ventral horn. So, ventral means the front. So, mm-hmm. when you look at the spinal cord cross-section, they've got this sort of horn, like pointy structure, pointy part of the gray matter, Mm -hmm. that's called the ventral horn. There's the intermediate zone Mm -hmm. and there's also the dorsal horn as well, which is dorsal means the back, so dorsum, the back of that that cross section. Mm. Let's briefly go through all of them because they're going to become more important when we talk about the sensory pathways, the motor pathways Mm -hmm. and um, sort of the reflex arcs as well. Yes. So what
1: is the ventral horn? The ventral horn is um, the area of the gray matter that is very crucial for muscle outflow. Mm -hmm. So the motor neurons start there and go out. Yeah exactly that's my understanding of it yeah that's right mm.
0: and from that point of view you have different types of motor neurons We'll we'll talk about you've got alpha motor neurons which innovate the skeletal muscles you've okay. got the gamma motor neurons which go into the contractile intrafusal fibers and okay. we'll talk about what why that is mm-hmm. in, in a future episode but that's probably it's relating to uh, reflexes and, and things like that yep and like you mentioned the ventral horn would be quite enlarged in the uh, lumbar and in the cervical spine of course because you have so much motor fibers going out yeah
1: to for that fine control in the hands or for the you know big movements of the leg
0: mm-hmm. um now what's the intermediate zone all about
1: so the intermediate zone i think we mentioned yes uh last episode about the uh, sympathetic yeah. Ch- yeah. Uh, chain outflow and that happens in the um between t1 to l2 that yes that thor- uh, thoracic region and that's where actually the uh, sympathetic cells come from yep. so they come from the intermediate zone between the dorsal and the ventral that's horn. right another name that you
0: guys might come across is called the um the lateral horn so don't be confused oh, they both doing the same the same mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. um intermediate zone lateral uh lateral they're both the same thing but that's essentially where the preganglionic fibers for the sympathetic um mm-hmm. nerves come out okay and let's quickly
1: talk about the dorsal horn that's really mm-hmm. important isn't it yeah so what's that all about uh i think we so That would be where the sensory information comes into the spinal cord. So, all the,
0: you know, neuronal bodies for the sensory information are are located there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from there, the the sensory information from those nerve bodies go up into the brain um, from the dorsal horn. Mm -hmm. Now if in an exam situation you're you know it's particularly in our situation if mm. there's been times where they've asked given us um spinal cord cross sections yep. and have asked us to identify what level are we at mm. what structures are we looking at and mm-hmm. so forth um do you have a way of maybe helping us try mm. to answer questions like that
1: well i think um we came across this particular uh, these three particular questions that can help you mm. isolate um different areas and i think um. What we might go and do is later on try and make a YouTube video and show some show some slices. Yeah, something. that would be very good. Yeah. Cool. yeah. But for the time being, we'll just start off with three simple questions, right? Yeah. Um. Maybe, and that could help us try and isolate and um, yeah. understand the characteristics of each different region. Um. So, so, what's the first question? Well, I guess like the first question would be, let's say, do you see a very large ventral horn? Yeah. And um, knowing that the ventral horn has where is where the muscle fibers, uh, well, not the muscle fibers, the muscle motor neurons um come out yeah. so an enlarged ventral horn would mean that it would either be around the cervical region where the um where the arm muscles uh, arm motor neurons are coming out or the mm-hmm. lower limb motor neurons are coming out so you could isolate it to either the c5 to t1 region which or- is corresponding to your brachial plexus, isn't it which we'll yeah. talk about in the future oh yes yeah. it does And also the lower limb, um, so that would be the L2 to S4 region. So that's again your, um, sort of your uh, lumbar
0: plexus region. Um, and don't Mm -hmm. worry about these terms. We'll, um, go into a lot more detail when we talk about it in the future. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, all right. So let's say then you've had a look Mm -hmm. and you're, you think you might be in the ventral, in the, um, c5 to t1 for example are there any other questions that you need
1: to ask mm, okay so let's say and the second question you could ask is whether if you can see both dorsal columns present mm. um we haven't quite exa- uh, talked about what these actually mean but usually what happens is the dorsal column if you look at a cross section it's it's at the back of the um of the spinal cord yeah and what happens is that sometimes you see one on each side and other times you see both two on each side yes what happens is on the lower part of the spinal cord, you only see one, and as you go higher up, eventually you'll have two. The reason you have two is because the lower part in, um, in the lower part of the spinal cord, that one column contains information from the legs, but as you come up into the arm region, the arms kind of slot in with yeah, their information, right. and so that becomes two. So essentially, you just look at it and you see, do you see one column or do you see two columns? And if you see two columns, you're in the upper region. So you must be above the T5 region. Exactly. And if you see one, then it shows that you're probably looking at Mm -hmm. the lower regions where
0: only the limb sensory fibers are coming in. Mm -hmm. And then finally, um, you look at whether there's the lateral horn or, as we mentioned, the intermediate Mm -hmm. zone. And that tells you whether you're in the thoracic region because that's corresponding to your sympathetic um, fibers. Mm -hmm. And often your sympathetic fibers are located within T1 or L2. Mm -hmm. So if if you apply those three questions, I think you can orient yourself quite well and you can probably answer these questions mm-hmm. um reasonably well in an exam environment so the, just quickly going over so you have to look to see whether you've got a large ventral horn yep do you have the two dorsal columns or is it just one dorsal column mm-hmm. and can you see a lateral horn if you can see a lateral horn you already
1: kind of know that you're going to be in the t1 to um, mm-hmm. l2 region yeah
0: um is there anything else you want to add before we quickly wrap up Um
1: uh- no, I think um, that, that should be enough for today. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in. So today we gave you a bit, very brief introduction
0: into the um, the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. The, we talked about the layers covering it and uh, the various protective mechanisms in place. Mm-hmm. We talked about the different um, regions. Yep. We talked about the ventral. Intermediate and the um, and the dorsal um, region of yes. the spinal cord, mm-hmm. and now that you have a bit of an understanding about some of these terminologies, we're going to go and talk about more of the tracks in the future. Yes, but before we do that, we need to talk about some of the brain regions first. Mm. Um, very sounds like broadly, a, sounds like a good idea. So yeah, join us in our next episode where we explore some of the um,
1: brain structures. Mm. See you next time.
0: Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co editor Cindy. For notes, elective
1: experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes,
0: please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.